With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This that rebel music. 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 This that rebel. This that rebel. Podcast about the Old Miss Rebels. I'm your host Justin Sanders. Joining me today, just like every week, got my co-host John Stefanczyk. John, how you doing tonight, buddy? Good. Number of the day is 78. 78. Laramie Tunsil's number. Yeah, we reached 78 degrees today in New Hampshire. Oh wow, that's uh, that's that's balmy. Yeah, we reached Laramie Tunsil levels of temperature. Yeah, I mean for a Florida for a Florida boy. Yeah, such a great yeah, such a great level of temperature, and the NCA didn't even try to suspend it, so it was good. It's gonna be just as warm tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, up there, the football teams have more of a problem with like the real police than with the the rule police, right? Aaron Hernandez reference. Yep. How is the? Shoot, right over my head. How so? How is the land of denial down there? Uh, you know what they say. Denial is not just a river in Egypt. It's also a uh, a landmass in between Alabama and Louisiana. Uh, when it comes to impending NCAA, dude, let's uh let's let's bring in our our guest, our co-host for the show. Uh, definitely one of the Land Sharks After Dark All Stars. Uh, been on a few times before. Please welcome back to the show our friend Table Cobbleson. How you doing tonight, bud? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I know. Uh. You got some stuff you want to discuss with us, so we're excited to get into that. But let's um, let's start with the the Ole Miss news of the week. Update everybody on uh, where Ole Miss sports stand. Obviously, just baseball going on right now. Well, I guess softball also. I don't. I don't what other sports happen uh, in the springtime? When's rifle season? Does anybody know that? We're gonna need to become big rifle fans. Rifles in the fall. Tennis is right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is it golf? Yeah. Is college golf going on? Field. Yeah. Is college golf right now? I feel like but I've yeah, seen tweets. Yeah, it, it is. It is. There's a fall and spring season to golf. Up All right. Well, we we don't watch that stuff necessarily, although I do think the softball team has been doing pretty well. Um, so sure. congrats to them. Baseball, obviously. Uh, had, a, had a much better week this week than last week, I think it's safe to say. Um, one four were, on the week. Maybe get Southern Miss. I didn't know yeah. that was allowed. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know Bianco was uh, contractually allowed to beat Southern Miss based on the last few years. But I, actually, uh, probably the best one of the week, seen as the the weekend series against Alabama. Alabama is like pretty garbage in the league. I think they're like two and ten in the SEC. Um, but Southern Miss is actually decent. Uh, let's not look too closely at that that four and zero because then you might notice that two of the four were walk offs, meaning uh, Ole Miss had a, a pretty significant chance to lose those games still. But hey, a little momentum is momentum, and the the bats were alive a little bit. Um, I don't know. What'd you take away from this weekend, John? What about you? They they put themselves. I mean, they got back to five hundred. I don't think offensively. I don't think they're quite there still. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alabama is clearly the seller of the league. The interesting thing is that the league is. We've talked about it. It's. It's a combination of good, not great teams this year. It appears for the most part. So they, I mean, if they could get hot, 
you're, I mean, they've, they've gotten hot on a pitching streak. If they could just get their bats to be decent, there's just, I mean, they could make a, they could make a run. And the other thing too is sweeping Alabama puts them in a spot to where making the tournaments not going to be any is not you're not in a hole trying to dig out of it. Yeah, getting of, back to 500 is huge. I mean, winning the Sunday game was really the biggest win I think because. It's easy to, to not have energy on the Sunday game, especially when you've already won the first two. And the difference in five and seven and six and six is like pretty big when you're when you're trying to, like you said, stack up wins and minimize the losses. Uh, ta- I, go ahead, John. I think rotation settling in. MacArthur's yeah. well, he's got a whip of point nine. That's the rotation okay. settling in just as we predicted. MacArthur's your your Friday night guy. Uh, Parkinson's a solid Saturday, and then you, you kind of have a, a tandem of Rollison and Etheridge bringing up the rear on Sundays. I mean, I don't think it could it could have been put together any better by uh, we, we podcast hosts, yeah. John. I mean, the rotations come together. The offense, statistically, I mean, average-wise, they're disappointed. Kyle Watson's hitting 150. Oh, God. Uh, Kessinger, Kessinger's probably the worst of the starters, right? I mean, he plays every day, and he's under 200. Yeah, he's been under 200. Cooper Johnson's hitting 150. You would See, that's the Cooper's pretty much uh, not not batted his way out of the lineup. It's Fortez most games these days just because he provides some life on offense, whereas Johnson just isn't getting it done. I agree with that. I mean, Dillard's hitting 220. Fitzsimmons has really hasn't provided anything this year. He's batting like. 130, I think. Yeah, a couple, couple at-bats here and there. He hasn't really had enough to get in a rhythm either. I mean, I think he's probably played in like 10 or 12 games. Maybe a little more. Tim Rose hitting over 300, though. That's the kickers. Oh, man. He, uh, the best was in that Sunday game. He hit a he hit a second double, I think, although the first one was should have been caught. It was more of an error, but... Uh, hometown scoring. He had a second double, and he he did the row the boat himself. Like that's pretty swaggy, dude. Having like a victory celebration that is your own name. That's 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 right up there with the uh, that Colts player that does his initials T Y. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I'm into it. That's pretty good. Blackman's hitting two seventy. Bortles is hitting two seventy six. No, Blackman and Bortles, after starting the year just cold as ice, have have actually okay. been contributors. They've been decent. Yeah. Bortles has actually been okay. Like we yeah. can't really give was, him too much. Shit. He was playing first yesterday. Interestingly enough, I'd be curious. They play Southern again this week, and they go to LSU. If they can go, if they go two and two this week, then that would be a win for sure. That would be a win. They somehow found a way. I mean, well, going 3-1, they haven't won a series in Baton Rouge since the 80s. I mean, yeah, good luck. But you never know. We'll see. Maybe it's a court. What, about, court. what was that, that series where they played at LSU and Sykes made it on SportsCenter with his mustache? That was still – they still just won one of those games? That was 2015. They made a – they had a crazy rally to win the second game. But they still lost 2-3. Yeah, they lost the next day. Jeez. They, it's hard to win there. What are your What are your baseball thoughts, Table? You've been watching this season. Eh, not too much. <laughs> yeah. I like them to get hot, watch a couple games. They get cold. I'll stop watching again. Yeah, well, so 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 you're just stopping watching like every game pretty much because they they've been icy lately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I tell you what, if if the whole team was made up of Rose and Linux, I'd, I'd be all in. Just just from the pure aesthetics of like Rose mustache and no Linux like lanky frame. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they are fun to watch. I, I'll I'll admit that. John, what do you think about uh, Olenek moving down in the order? He seems to maybe feel a little bit more comfortable not in that leadoff spot. Olenek getting suspended, yelling at the fans, and all of that. It's uh-huh. almost like he was stressed out at hitting at the top of the order. Almost like he should have been our defensive coordinator. <laughs> that was some energy. To me, that just showed he's a leader. Dude, what if <laughs> what if in the booth? Dave Womack did have that that big aggressive eye black on under his eyes and all the way down his cheeks. I mean, would that have it would have made him a little bit less low energy, right? I mean, you guys would have liked him for that. I can I can dig it. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, wait, okay. Let's not get off baseball too quick. Or if we do, I mean if we're ready to get off baseball, you guys better have some other good stuff to talk about because it's it's a bit of the doldrums. We we talk about the Grove Bowl. I don't think any of us watched it in its entirety. I mean We've got a lot to talk about and I thought of another topic as we were doing this. Alright, well put that in the queue. You guys we'll move on to the Grove Bowl now if you want. Yeah. Let's I, get to I spent more time watching the Grove Bowl than I did baseball. Fair enough. Go on. So, as everybody knows, I've been I've claimed to be completely out of it for football, more or less. Mm-hmm. But I woke I wake up Saturday and I was like, oh, the Grove Bowls today, lol. And then I was like, wow, they're actually putting the thing on TV. They had the Greg McElroy and George Tessitore and Laura Rutledge. There. Oh, yeah. Yes. The death penalty sells apparently. Maybe it's a TV scheme. Well, did you see what happened at state scrimmage? Yeah, like, you know, PC football. PC um, football? Dude, what? They're, they stopped the scrimmage because they're like, we can't trust this guy to not murder one of our own players. Talking about Jonathan Abrams, one of their Juco defenders. That's pretty hilarious. Okay, I saw that. He didn't even tackle the guy. He never, like, wrapped him up. He just threw his no, shoulder into yeah, his head. he just targeted him. <laughs> also, the guy had already fumbled the ball. Like, so you have a guy with no ball, like a running back, just in the flat, just spear him head-to-head. It's It's insane. Okay. Why would you cancel a whole in the game? I mean, yeah, they already ejected the guy. I don't really know. I mean, I guess just because, like, it was too too sad. Like, people were just like, it's not worth that, it. That's why I say PC football. Maybe everybody was too emotionally uh, traumatized. Yeah, but, John, a scrimmage is supposed to be like that. A scrimmage is not supposed <laughs> to be like, knock him in the mouth, bloody him up. It's your own team. Hey, it's what they – Hell State. Hail State. Yeah, I mean, they are notoriously dirty. I'll just go ahead and say. I think that's going to get oh. more prominent, not less, with this new class of uh, all Juco defensive players, but we'll see. All right, back to the Grove Bowl, John. You Where you were. Beef, or... What'd you say? What'd you say? You think they had a beef? Like, is there a story behind this? I don't know. I should I, I should check some uh, some Mississippi State message boards to see if there's any threads about it. Topic. I was like, I like to imagine there's a whole WWE style backstory. Yeah, me too. I mean, you, you, the girlfriends and basically the same way that Chris Kiffin and Breland Speaks were like having some sort of an epic power struggle behind closed doors last year. Exactly. Exactly. Is that uh, actually true? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, why else do you think Breland Speaks is happy and gained 30 pounds again? Because he's not fighting every day with his position coach. I, I've heard from some pretty credible sources that there was like really bad blood between Breland and Chris Kiffin, and between Womack and a lot of the uh, a lot of the defensive players. Was Breland pissed about having to play in some? Or yeah, I, it was... seemed like it was more off the field than on the field. Maybe their personalities just clashed. I don't know. But do you I, think Chris Kiffin is kind of a Lane Kiffin as far as? Yeah, uh... I, I think Chris Kiffin, since he wasn't really that prominent in his role at Ole Miss, we probably never really. You know, first of all, 
fans never really see what a coach is like to the players, you know? Like, all of that happens out of eyesight. Who really knows, you know, what they say, how they treat these guys? You could be, like, the nicest family guy in front of the cameras and just be a total dick to your players. And I, I don't know. All I know is there were definite locker room issues before the staff shakeup. And it seems like now all the issues are just coming from external things, meaning the NCAA. It seems like internally there's a lot more uh, getting along going on right now. Yeah, it's adorable. Pleasant it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, finish I mean, what you were saying about the spring game, John. Fred wrote, you know, Chris Kiffin is a sneaky, underrated, bad coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, Agree. terrible cheater. Table, let's save the yep. cheating discussion. We'll take we'll Oh take yeah. for later. Oh, no, I got to say. Really, really sloppy cheater. And really not that. I mean, he couldn't get Rob. He could not get Rob Kimdichie to figure out how to play with technique. Now, neither can Bruce Arians, but that's another discussion. Chris Kiffin's very overrated. I I totally agree. I mean, he's coaching at FAU now, right? He got Tunsil, but he might have wrecked the program doing it because it got mm. it was sloppy and it got attention for other stuff. Can, Although he did not give give him fifteen grand. Point, so sorry, what were you saying, table? I think that we missed that. All these message board heroes that got so pissed off talking about how Simmons got, you know, some like last minute night of payment, and that's mm-hmm. why everybody you know, thought he was going to Uster, Alabama, and then he went to state. Mm-hmm. And and they they want to act like that's not what happened with Tunsil about to go to Georgia. Oh, totally, the exact the last, same situation. Yeah, I mean Kiffin just, I mean, so I think it's Kiffin yeah. just all Jeffrey Simmons thing. I to yeah. me the difference is Tunsil actually committed to other places, and then Ole Miss bought him out from under those places, namely Georgia. Whereas I think Simmons was told to privately commit to Ole Miss and Alabama intentionally by state to keep them kind of at bay. It's 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 the same thing. You're totally right. It's just a small difference. Is my only my only take on that. That's a good that's a good point. Ours is even dirtier. I, ours <laughs> is even dirtier from a money standpoint, but state is even dirtier from like a pathetic cheating standpoint. Like uh, <laughs> we're gonna do this because we're scared of getting outbid. Tallest midget. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, well, right. hell, dude, of State is the tallest midget. What? How do you think they won last year by getting Ole Miss in trouble? Like that's their only victory. I say I'm really tired of all the whining and woe is me about how everybody cheats and we're the only ones getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. It is the thing. It reminded me when I was all right, so when I was in school. All right, I had two alcoholic math teachers that got fired. In a row, right? They'd right. have me, like, I, my class would come through, they'd get fired because mm-hmm. they'd get caught drinking at work. Mm-hmm. One of them, he used to leave the classroom during every test. And if he'd be gone five minutes or 30 minutes, and before he'd leave, he'd look at the class and he'd say, All right, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But if you get caught, you get a zero. The first time I said that, we said, what? And he said, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. What the fuck? But if you get caught, you get a zero. That is strange. That has no place in elementary school, but I do think that, uh, yeah, that has place in, in, in NCAA football. Absolutely. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's not like we had a professional cheating infrastructure. You know, we did some good old boy bullshit. We were asking for it. Like, 
Tunsil's uh, fucking what was it the uh, the car rental car that never should have been under his name. Yep. In the first place, that's why Mississippi football drives me crazy because it's it's the it's the bro country of sports. It celebrates its own ignorance. I bring up bro country because there's not another genre of music that celebrates its own homogeny and uh, just uh, like like in, in in that genre of music. Everything sounds exactly the same, and they don't like any new twist on anything or any other kind of input. Mm-hmm. Like artists have said, like we tried to do something a little different. And they were like, "No, everything is supposed to sound like Florida Georgia Line." It's 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 that artistic movement that hates art, celebration of its own ignorance, and that's what that's, that's what Mississippi what, is. That's what Mississippi cheating is for sure. Yeah, I think Mississippi football in general. Yeah, that's. That's just fair. Of its own ignorance. That's fair. I mean, the only reason that Freeze was allowed to come in and like go up tempo and run the spread and all of that is because he like believed in Jesus, and like he he <laughs> made he made them happy with one part of his philosophy, and so then he was able to sneak in, you know, like the the Auburn offense ideas. Yeah, not to compare our offense to Auburn's, which is much better, but you know what I mean. Like it, it kind of uh, it was like Freeze couldn't just come in and be a totally different thing than what Mississippians were used to. He had to kind of – he did all this faith-based and uh, love for each other and all this stuff, and then and then he was like, and we're going to change some things. But that's okay, right, guys? And everybody was just like, he said he would pray. This is awesome. <laughs> I like it. Uh, by the way, I found a thread about Jonathan, about Jonathan Abrams, um, and yeah. the fourth post – is from Coach Thirty Four, and so the yeah. the title of the thread is I'm not sure I want Abram on our football team, and Coach Thirty Four, uh, I won't get into it, but he doesn't use that name anymore. Um, he's changed names. It's it's weird, but he said, "Holy shit!" So we don't want hard hitting badasses on our D now, and then that's pretty <laughs> much the whole rest of the thread is just like people being like. Well, Dylan Day uh, was a, a pure American. Uh, he just did what his country needed him to do when he stepped <laughs> on that guy's groin. And uh, if if you're not willing to uh, seriously injure someone in the name of Mississippi State football, uh, you're a pussy and a cuck. Uh, so that's like four pages. There's like a four-page thread about that. So oh. that's the reaction from them. That voice was great. Oh, my gosh. Is, right. is Mississippi State the official football team of the alt right, or is that Alabama? Ooh. I, okay, Ooh. first of all, I I don't think it's Alabama because the alt, the alt like right the doesn't right? really like winning that much. Like they like yeah. thinking of themselves as like an. I think it's A and M. Like they're <laughs> they're they're yeah. weird as shit. They're weird as shit. They have yeah. all their own like inside jokes and chants, and they've never actually touched a girl. They talk about the troops. A they lot. talk about how awesome they're gonna be every year, and yet when it comes time to actually do something, uh, you know, them and their little animal mascot gets kicked all over the field. Um, I, I I think it's good if the alt right, but the alt right did win the election, so that's yeah, where it kind of breaks so down. They kind of won. So I mean, I mean, have you seen the Richard Spencer video? Did he win that? Did he win that interaction? The one where he got punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of A&M every time it gets to be October, right? Can I just say, I'm pro-punching Nazis, but I think we should, like, make eye contact. And I think that'd be a great meme. Like, if you said, like, 
you know, like an Indiana Jones catchphrase, like it belongs in a museum. They turn at you like, what the fuck? And then you, then you punch them. You, <laughs> I, like I don't a, know. It's hard to, it's hard to sucker punch someone when they're looking at you. Cause then they kind of see it coming. Right. That takes all the, the element of surprise out of it. That's why, that's why you say, you know, a weird, you know, movie quote. You're like, <laughs> you just quote Raiders of the Lost. Ow. They just got hit in the in the nose. They would turn and be like, uh, "Actually, Indy said," and then it's like, "Bow!" <laughs> right in the exactly right in the nose. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, we're we're pretty far off the rails already. What were we talking about? That's my fault. We're That's talking fault. about. No, you're good. We were talking about the Grove Bowl. Oh yeah. And... <laughs> I heard this. I heard that. quarterback looked good. This could be. Yeah. The, uh... I thought the Jico guy looked, especially compared to our recent backups, he looked serviceable. He didn't look as good as Chad Kelly in the interview on the sideline, though. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Chad Kelly is there in an Irish rugby jersey. He's I got a rosary. Chad Kelly looked like a guy from Buffalo, New York, who came to Ole Miss and played quarterback and now has, like, a moderate amount of fame, yet is still from Buffalo, New York, and doesn't know what the hell's going on. Like, it was – it was great. Like you said, Irish rugby jersey. Like it looked like he should be holding like a big pint of dark beer like on the field. Oh, it have been in my it like he should be shaking people down in like one of the old Guy Ritchie movies when they were all Yeah, or like or like he looks like some guy that should be like charging people to use a porta potty outside of his apartment <laughs> during like a St. Patty's Day parade, like Oh thought... yeah, dude, we got a porta potty, but it's five bucks unless yeah, you're a he girl. Could have been South Boston. Th- you know what I thought? Was that he was a? I mean, it looked like he had just come off a porn set in Miami. Maybe he and me and Cody are working that deal. Who knows? I don't. I, think, I don't know about I that. I didn't. His, I think that's his career choice after football. I think that's his best last shot to make big money. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. He wishes he could do that and play football. He just wishes that him and Mia could do a scene together. I think. I'm just saying. I don't think he's going to get drafted. I don't think there's much. You know. Yeah, but he'll can, he'll, mean, he'll tear up the CFL, man. Say what? He'll he'll tear up the Canadian league though, right? Well, he he's, could get play. He's gonna Canadian. be he's gonna be a rough rider. He's gonna be a rough rider. Play play like arena ball in California and do porn on the side. But arena ball would suck for him because like he could he could legit throw it from end zone to end zone. Like it would just I feel like it would be a waste of his his arm talent. That would be every play would be like I know that that kind of sucks. He just no, bomb. Halo, we want him to get, or table. We want him to get drafted by the Montreal Alouettes, so I can go grab him and watch him play. Cool. <laughs> the Canadian field's bigger. So. Yeah, exactly. I want to see. I want to see him on that that wider Canadian field running around. Uh, okay. What else happened at the Grove Bowl? Uh, Longo offense didn't the really see much. The back seven of this defense is atrocious. There's just no other way to put it. It is so bad. Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's going to be bad. And Jordan Wilkins is back, which is not going to fix the running game, everyone. I mean, it's going to be Shea Patterson, three dudes playing receiver, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Wilkins will be fine, I'm sure. I... Okay, so here's the thing, watching the Grove Bowl. If you watched that game and thought anything other than, I wonder how many of these guys are still going to be here in a year, slash, I wonder if this is Freeze's last game to coach or not. If you didn't ask yourself those questions, like if you were instead being like, 
oh, I wonder uh, if the running game's going to come together. Or like, oh, man, I-, I wonder if the back seven of this defense is going to be able to keep up with Alabama's receivers or something. Like, if that's still the way you're looking at the Ole Miss football program right now, you're living under a rock. Because there are existential threats facing that team that go way beyond what could happen on a football field. Like, they, they, the, the, the coaches, obviously work for a man that probably won't have a job by the by the time the Committee on Infractions rules. Uh, and the players, like I said, if Ole Miss gets a two-year bowl ban, they're basically going to be recruited by the NCAA to leave as part of the punishment to Ole Miss, in my opinion. I, I think they're going to be encouraged, and everything is going to be as easy as possible for them to transfer and play immediately wherever they want to go, even in other SEC schools. Um, it's, it almost seems inevitable at this point. So to me, watching the game, all I was thinking was, how good how good could these players have been if we actually got to keep them at Ole Miss for a full career? And I like the staff a lot too. I like Peeler, I like Longo, I like McGriff. Um, I w- I wish they were able to actually coach without this huge cloud hanging over the program. But if you're looking at what's on the field as more important than what's happening off the field, I, you're being naive. Uh, you know who should who was probably watching the Greg Bowl? Who's that? All right, think about this. As opposed to a real game, you get to see a lot of random backups get on the field. You know, some mm-hmm. some young guys, some freshmen. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't you think that the uh, you know the interns and the lowest paid assistant coaches at the other schools were having to watch that to see who they want to take as transfers? Oh yeah, totally, absolutely. I mean, like, uh, you mean you mean Dan Werner at uh, at Alabama, the school that recruited Shea Patterson, might be interested in recruiting him again? <laughs> Just a thought. Uh, I mean, we should we should do that on the show. Like, uh, what team is going to benefit the most from our players, and like, which players should go where? That would be oh, a fun. Yeah. That would be a fun one for sure for us and our listeners. Ooh. Okay. So. Uh, I mean, the big ones are receivers, Metcalf and uh, AJ. Where would they get? Obviously, AJ was recruited hard by State and Alabama. Mm -hmm. I could see him going to Alabama. I could see Alabama not having a good number two receiver or like a star receiver. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of always Alabama's problem, right? They can recruit so well, and the skill position still, it, it can be hard to fill those spots. Don't you? They always put, have like one really dominant receiver, and everybody else is just kind of eh. Yeah, but wasn't some of that Kiffin building his system around? This is going back to uh, to our debate from like two years ago on the show about Amari Cooper. But I don't know. I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see Alabama offense next year without Kiffin. Uh, I don't know. Like Greg Little is going to be uh. Quite, oh, yeah. quite a gift for somebody. Maybe you go yeah. back to Texas. This is really, I mean, this is almost too obvious. Shea Patterson to LSU and yeah. Nakocho wins the SEC with Shea. It's possible. I that I, happens. I want that to happen so bad. <laughs> I never got the impression that Shea really cared for LSU outside of just living in Louisiana, but maybe. It, it seems like he was never even that serious with them. It was really it seemed like it was Alabama – uh, and wasn't there a West Coast school too, like USC, maybe that he was rumored USC. to be flirting with? Is USC? Yeah, I feel like we're gonna end up if we get the two year, which seems likely based on everything we know so far. I feel like we're gonna end up with most of our players staying in the SEC, just and it's just gonna be more painful and and fun for our <laughs> rivals. 
The question is, does anyone go to state? I don't think so. I don't think any of our players would would do that. If I'm state, I think I would offer a big package deal. Did you say D.D. Bowie? Yeah, maybe. If I was state, I would offer a big package deal. I'd be like, hey, guys, you want to still play with your teammates? Oh, interesting. Not all going to be able to do that if you all go to the big schools, but you come to us, we'll take – 25 of you and see that would be that would be great because it's already like every state fans favorite like self-flagellating fantasy to like pick and choose players from old Miss's team that they want and it's like it's like accidentally super embarrassing but they have no idea like that that's what they're like they're they're basically admitting how inferior they feel but it's the same thing as them taking a bunch of juco players except for their you know, some that uh, are already proved. Dude, not just Juco players. Juco players with an edge, man. Juco players that will hit the shit out of your own teammate <laughs> after he's dropped the ball 10 yards behind him. Like, that's what you need on a defense, man. How about this one, guys? Uh, so, take Shea Patterson, DK Metcalf, and A.J. Brown mm-hmm. and put them on Vanderbilt. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Ooh. It would be yeah. lit. And we know Freeze is already friends with Derek yeah, Mason. Three, right? Dude, it would be sick. Like, that's officially now what I want to happen. I would be a Vandy fan to, to enjoy that. Yeah, dude. Would... Well, also, Vandy already has defense. And, like, I, yeah, I think it would Derek be Mason great. defense with, with some offense? Whoa. Hell yeah. And if you're an Ole Miss fan, it's just like every weekend is the Music City Bowl. And you just pretend that they're still playing for you. This is perfect. Nashville's a I mean, big old miss town. You've already got the khakis. You're already halfway to the yeah. Yeah, this is, this is fantastic. For, yeah, good call, John. For, I like it. Um, I don't know. I don't know who else other teams would really be that interested in. Some of the defensive guys that we haven't really developed. I'm sure people would want. Uh, Benito would go. Yes. Quick. Yes. Uh, how many years of eligibility does Speaks have left? Two? He can play two more, I think? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's he's already made SEC linemen. Um, I don't know. Guys, the roster is already, like, kind of has the feel of being picked over because of the last two recruiting classes. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's got holes. Uh, hey, what about Alex Weber? Is this his last year? No, I think Alex Weber is is gonna definitely go uh, get a scholarship at another Power Five school. I mean that that guy is that guy is dominant. I, I saw him out there with um with Tamu and his and his unit. And I was like, ah man, you're doing this to the JUCO guy. You're like putting weights on his ankles. <laughs> um, you know they should uh, they should go ahead and announce all the sanctions so that people can transfer now, so we can see Alex Weber starting this year Dude. on offense. After everybody transfers. Yes, it would be so sick if Alex Weber started at wide receiver. Oh, my God, that'd be bad. Dude, what about Alex Weber for punt returner? Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, so you get a scholarship because they're trying to get your cousin, right? His brother, his half-brother. Yeah, oh, his brother, yeah. Yeah. So you come in, you're undersized. You know, you weren't good enough to get a scholarship anywhere else. True. So you look at who's returned some of the punts. Jordan Holder, Collins more after he blew out both his knees. Um, and you say, wait a second. Dude, if college I- returning punts, that was amazing. Like, it would take him, like, five seconds to start moving after he caught the ball. All right, go on to what you're saying. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. No, it was amazing because he was such a valuable player because <laughs> Cause he had he, hands. He, he had more than two yards ever, but at least he never freaking yeah, fumbled he, he like everybody it. else. 
put back there. Wait, before you get to your point, here's a thought. What if our punt returner, like, held his shirt out like a little kid on the playground, like, collecting rocks and just, like, tried to catch the football <laughs> in his shirt and just, like, wrap it up? Is that – that would be legal, right? If, I mean, that's – What if we just put somebody – like kind of fast, like uh, you know, put put Carlos Davis next, put him next to Collinsborn, let Collinsborn oh, catch, yeah, and to pitch him. it to like, him, yeah. Him. In fact, in fact, let him go, you know, line up behind him, you know, with like, like a couple yards. This is sick, but here's like punt return pistol. Okay, here's my question. Here's my question. I love this, but we now have nine people at the line of scrimmage. Why don't they just line up and get the first down? Because <laughs> they got an advantage there. I like the idea. <laughs> um but uh anyway if i was alex Weber, you know you get on campus you say you know what, i could actually play in games considering nobody can field a punt if i just practice that every pra- i just tell coaches i just want to i just want to practice i want to be your punt returner this year he'd be the punt returner if he had like three years of just practicing not fumbling a punt which is all we ask here's the thing though dude like I I really think Alex Weber, if he doesn't fumble, he could like legit get hurt. He's not very big. Like he's he gonna get big, he's gonna get laid yeah. out. I don't know. I'll look at the I mean, roster and see what he's well, listed was at. Tiny. Think how many tiny people we put. I thought we yeah, didn't like tiny athletic they were people enough to get hurt playing out of position. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's actually crazy that Alex Weber is still on scholarship. Like Mark like Marquise Haynes is is a perfect size for a college linebacker. Little undersized for an NFL linebacker, True. but you know he can't get hurt doing that, so we got to put him at defensive end. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, is he gonna? He's gonna play some linebacker this year, right? That's what we were told when they brought in the new well, staff. If they don't, okay, That's he should have transferred. He should have grad transferred somewhere, like with a with a noted linebacker coach, mm-hmm. because he would get drafted. Pretty or like he actually he looked good that time he dropped back in coverage um, yeah. this year. He would get drafted to play linebacker in the NFL. Um, not even three four rush linebacker, bachelor four three linebacker. Mm-hmm. He would really be attractive to a team like the well now the Giants because they have a uh, Spagnolo, but anybody else running Spagnolo's uh, fire zone mm-hmm. defense because they like their strong side linebacker to blitz a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, most. Most of the time in a four three your strong side linebacker has to do like a lot of covering on the tight end. They like to blitz theirs. So a guy that can play four three linebacker, he's that size, who has some experience rushing the passer. Yeah, it sounds good to me. I mean, maybe Pavito can help him get a stock up. That's what they sold him on for sure. Maybe. I mean, or, I, hope I mean they maybe or maybe he can, you know, have a devastating career ending Tony Tony Connor esque injury and just be another reason that I hate football. Um, okay, to Alex Weber's size, he is 6'1", 180. That's, that's pretty lanky. Yeah. 180 is pretty small out there. And this is a guy yeah. that's been in a college weight nutrition program for like four or five years. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Tunsil signed with, they signed with Ole Miss in 2013. And his brother can't gain past 180 pounds. Oh my god. Hey, that just made me think, what's the new name for Husky? Uh, uh, it's not Star, is it? Cougar. Show you the new name for it. It's Hoover. <laughs> Cougar. Cougar. But did you see that we're still running? We're still gonna we're like oh we're gonna use the big nickel package a lot. You mean the four two five? Yeah. The the defense has not changed. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're running a four three, but you know sometimes we have to use the big nickel package, which is a four two five. 
It's pretty funny. Which I think it's fine. I think it's a branding issue, but I think it's funny that we have like a secret new name for Husky that's going to play more than the linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think one time I listened to the Rivals podcast, they pretty much just said that. Like, there's there's nothing necessarily wrong with the 425, except that it's called the 425, and linebacker recruits here too, and they think, well, I'm never going to see the field. It's a branding thing, like you said. Yeah. What do we think of Freeze's uh, social media selection? Four three, it just means more. Which, 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 which particular ones? I feel like I've said on the podcast before that Freeze's Twitter lately has just been the most pathetic thing. I I meant not what he tweeted. Who whose uh, Instagram he appeared on? Who's I didn't. Whose Instagram? Hang on, hang on. Let me. You know what? I'm just care. trying to stir up trouble. Yes, yeah, it's going to cross into the uh, cross the line of good taste because this is a very tasteful show. <laughs> This is connect the dots with the Nightwatch After Dark. Oh God. Okay. See, John, you you're talking about this person far too often on our show lately, but I do think it's hilarious. We're not going to get into it. It's two weeks uh, in a row. That's it. Okay? Yeah. One time was too many. It. One time was I too can't many. Help it if the content's that good. I mean. I think the show already is uh is insidery enough. I did get a I got a text from uh an old frat bro who was like, Hey, listen to the podcast for the first time in a long time. Really felt like we were just back in the house shooting the shit about old Miss Sports and it's like yeah, in other words, this podcast appeals to about sixty people in the whole world, but I it, it I agree it does feel like that. Pretty much. Pretty much. But at least we know our audience, right? Um Wait, so we haven't even talked about it yet, guys. From the spring game, every game next season is going to be a bowl game. Let's get some hot takes going. Oh. I mean, how ba- how pathetic is this on a scale of one to, I don't know, can we compare it to the 8-0 we believe? I mean, I'm trying to think of a, a just pathetic attempt at, at sugarcoating something. I, uh, well, eight no, we believe they were actually eight no. I mean, well, they were seven and zero, right? And they believe that they could beat Bama to get to eight no, and they lost. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they, they were seven no. Okay, yeah, but they did get like, okay, okay. How about this? How about this? Compare, compare, calling every game a bowl game to claiming being ranked number one in the country as like a lasting achievement. Um. Hmm. I really, yeah, I don't really understand why we're taking this to a state comparison because calling every game a bowl game. You, you, so you think it's more? It's more pathetic than anything state's ever done. It's its own level of just. I'm trying to think of. Oh, oh, this is what it is. More pathetic calling every game a bowl game, or uh, what the hell did Butch Jones say last year? Champions life of life. The champions, champions of life. Of life. Oh, that to me, they're in the. the these two are in the same sentence. Yeah, that's 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 the right tier of. I did, first of all, I don't know why coaches talk publicly about the shit they tell their stupid jock players. Like, I understand that you have to like sell them a bill of goods to get them motivated to like practice forty hours a week for some grueling thing that doesn't even pay them. Like, I get that, but like, you're just gonna get mocked for it when it gets out. You know what I mean? Like, football but- players are such a different audience than sports fans. I genuinely think the pl- 
this has nothing to do with the Ole Miss players and everything to do with the branding with the faction of the fan base to show. It, yeah, that, you might be right. You know, we're taking the moral high ground here. That's it. That, 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 there's a portion of the Ole Miss fan base that's that far in denial. I mean, Ole Miss is going to take the moral high ground all the way to the COI. They're, they're never going to. The student athletes. They're never gonna form a cogent defense, I don't think. They're just gonna they're just gonna keep saying, Well, we did nothing wrong, you've got nothing on us, and then we get destroyed in court and It's Officer Bar Brady. Move along, nothing to see. And, and and five long years from now this will all be behind us. It's gonna take forever. This is gonna be terrible. Um Oh, thank goodness. I, I, I got ESPN on here and the Cubs game is in rain delay, but thankfully guys, they're they're uh they delayed the banner hanging ceremony as well, so that's Thank thank goodness they're uh, they're gonna show that. Um, should we? Do you think we should hang a banner for every bowl game we win next year, John? Uh, well, it's gonna hurt. I mean, we had Ole Miss has had a pretty good bowl track record for mm-hmm. um a while, but this is gonna hurt its record this year potentially. Maybe. I mean, I maybe we could go five hundred on our bowls this year. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. I said I would do this before the show, but I didn't really. I mean, let's pull up the football schedule and see if we can uh, riff up some of these bowls. Well, the Bama game is clearly the uh, Bushnell binocular bowl. The Bushnell, um, I like it. Yeah, I, I get that. Maybe Tyler, Tyler Siski will be doing the coin toss. How about the How about the Bo Davis can beat up Barty Farrar bowl? Ooh, Bo da- Ooh, yeah, the Bo, da- Bo Davis and Barney Farrar can go do an Oklahoma drill at halftime. That could be. Oh, drill. that would be sick. Well, let's start. Let's start with the. Let's start with South Alabama, right? The Kane Womack Bowl. Yep. I don't know if he's Ooh, still I, there I, or I, not. I yeah. UT, yeah, UT this, Martin. Uh, go on. What do you got? I was gonna say since um you know Freeze and uh, Belzon, you know, they might be on opposite sides of the field and have their differences, but they're mm-hmm. both. Their best friends under Christ's kingdom. They so. both they both wear friendship bracelets that they made for each other that say BFF. So uh, they could be the coaches under the, the BFF bowl or the yeah, the uh, the the prayer circle bowl. C-U-C. It's the it's the prayer circle bowl, right? I mean, it's the coaches united under under Christ's kingdom bowl. Yeah, coaches under Christ's kingdom. Oh God. Okay. I got it. Obviously, the cow game is the Jacob Peeler bowl. Uh, uh, I thought the cow game is the. Uh, oh, never mind. Never. I can't come up with it. So didn't Marshawn Lynch go to Cal? So maybe like uh, we're just here because we can't go to a bowl game this year. So it's like a West Coast thing. It's like a vacation. Almost. Whoa, 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 that, one. <laughs> that one combined. Try not to make off color joke. No, about almost. Uh, no, I would never make an off-color joke. That's that's John's uh, territory. I'm, I'm trying to. What is UT Martin's mascot? Skyhawk. The Skyhawks. Okay, so how about the the get drunk in a skybox for the only game we're gonna win this year? Bowl. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm re- I'm, sh- I'm reaching on that one. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. Vanderbilt, uh, the future home of Shea Patterson Bowl. Hopefully. Tacky Bowl. Tacky Bowl. Uh, what, what is this record against Vandy the past? Uh, I mean, three Vandy's and, like six is it, and three. Is Freeze three and three versus him or four and two? He lost. Uh, he lost the first George. one and the last one. So he's three and two. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, just save Derek Mason's job bowl. <laughs> worked last Shaking. year. Yeah. Um, LSU. I'm gonna say. Oh, it's the Orgeron Bowl. It's not even a. Yeah. We're pulling. We're all pulling for Coach O. But I was gonna. Coach I was gonna try to do some Orgeron. Uh, you know, saying or something. Oh, oh, I, I had it the other day. Wild Boys, Wild Boys Bowl. Wild Boys Bowl. I like that. Yeah. Wild Bowl and Brent. Bowl two, Bowl w, WBB. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, Brent Schaefer's gonna do the coin toss. Dude, uh, Coach O should definitely get an endorsement deal with Buffalo Wild Wings and be like, hey, it's, the, it's the wild boy, Coach Ed, Coach Ed Algerod here to talk to you about the wild, wild wings at Buffalo Wild, 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 Wild Wings. I think that would go well. I would like yeah. that. Um, okay, Arkansas. This will be fun. Oh, God. The Houston Nut Bowl. Houston can come do the toss and everything. How about the mixed the nut- nuts? The mixed nuts bowls. The mixed, the mixed nut bowl. Yeah, yeah. What's the uh, what's the West Coast one that does the uh, bowl game that San Francisco used to? Almond, no. Uh, the the emerald almonds or whatever. That one. That. Yeah. yeah. At Kentucky, how about uh, bluegrass and Rob's bong bowl? <laughs> <laughs> These are off the dome, folks. I All think. Right. I th- there's got to be some connection between, you know, KFC starting in Kentucky and Mississippi mm. probably eats the most of it. <laughs> Except for Japan. Japan eats the most. Chicken bowl. Hmm. Fried chicken bowl. Oh, no, it should be. No, 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 no. The, the Kentucky Colonel game. Colonel bowl. Battle of Colonels. That's good. That's good. I was going to say it should be like the Lorenzen Wallace bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which does relate to something we're going to talk about later in the show. Uh, oh, Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette. That's uh, that's where Hudspeth coaches, right? Yep. So he isn't he like a, a big like public the Christian? Team? It could it could be the 2011 coaching search bowl. Uh, yeah, that's of, good. That's good. Speaking of 2011, let's go back to the Kentucky game for a minute. Yeah. So Houston Nutt lost his job six years ago after losing to Kentucky. I think the same thing could happen to freeze between record and then I think the, the timing. NCAA, yeah, the, the, the timing. Yeah, the COI may come out around then. In October, yeah. With like a mediocre record and it's over. That's that's a theory. Pretty much. But at the same time, I do think they'll be they'll, – they'll be like right around 500 probably going into that game. It might be – it could be worse, you know. I think they win the first three games of the season. South Alabama, UT Martin at Cal. Ooh, you think they go to Cal and win? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to win many SEC games, but I think they can win that game. We'll see what happens. I mean, the sad news about next year is, like, it's it's such a good schedule. Like, we were, like, back when Shea signed, we were looking at this as this and the next year as potentially, you know, oh, we could win 10 games or whatever. It's just, it's all remember, shambles remember now. Hash- Great for Shea. Pray for Shea, is that what he said? Great for Shea. We were just gonna we were just gonna load up on offensive line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and then and then they were gonna develop and then and then this was the year. Right. And uh nah. Okay. Probably not. Probably not gonna uh go twelve and oh. And definitely not gonna go twelve and oh and end up in the national championship game. Is the A and M game the alt right bowl? 
Why? Because Ole Miss is like a bunch of conservatives. <laughs> sure. I just uh-huh. want the record to show in this podcast thus far. Sanders has had the word "cut" more than me. I said, <laughs> I said, "cuckservative." That's a that's a different that's a whole different word. Yeah, still, my statement holds true. Are you? Are, is this because I called your politics bad last show, John? <laughs> it was all in good fun. Ooh. Wow, this yeah, it's a pretty sad table. We're talking about my politics and then uh, Ole Miss football. Sir- Certain social media presence, so for that past two weeks. Oh yeah, it's been a happy time here on the show. Uh, dog days of Bianco and a mediocre offense. Here we are. The dog days of Bianco. I love that. Yeah, this is the dog days of Ole Miss fandom. Honestly, pretty much. Um, at Mississippi State. <laughs> where where do we go with this? Oh, uh, let's see. How about the? I mean. If- they told you me I a, could take it, Bull. You could make a trophy for that one because it's a big deal. Yeah. Like a football-shaped but, trophy. But, like, as a joke, we pretend like it's, like, something that's not a football, like a like a ovoid something. Yeah. Like, uh, ovoid. I can't that say that word. would be pretty oh. funny. Um, kind of lame, too. Kind of played out, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. No, that's a... We really do have a, a precedent set for being so shitty that we just make other like regular games bowls because we can't go to a real bowl. Yeah, the egg bowl, the magnolia bowl, that goofy ass yeah. thing. No, it's true. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we're just speeding up the process by declaring a ball bowls. It's true. How about I'm trying to think? I'm still trying to come up with a name. Obviously, other than egg bowl, uh, for what we can call this dumb game uh the uh didn't you say that um you know state's dirty and we're dirty right, and we're right. so we could be uh john didn't you have one about paying kids earlier did i oh, really. <laughs> did i about contracting kids oh yeah uh contracting kids oh how about like the 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 Machiavelli bowl, like Dan Mullen is Machiavelli, and he's just like pulling all these strings behind the scenes to like best freeze off the field. I mean, it worked. I mean, like mad props to Dan Mullen. Okay, here's the thing about the whole situation, though. Like, I I tend to agree with the idea that. Alabama definitely wanted Ole Miss to go down just as hard as State did. They just didn't want to appear desperate enough to get involved. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there was a quite a bit of crimson momentum put behind State's efforts to bring Ole Miss down. Yeah. Who knows? I think it should be called the Ole Mississippi State Golden Bulldogs Bowl. No, I, I, I get I'll it. tell you why. Because... Okay. This is, I think, the stupidest thing in the world to argue about or get really upset about is the Egg Bowl. Mm-hmm. Nobody outside of the state mm-hmm. knows or gives a fuck about the difference between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It's true. And, you know, you've all seen it if you've read Sports Illustrated, you've watched ESPN. Mm-hmm. Everyone's done it. The Mississippi State Rebels or the Ole Miss Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. You shouldn't either. It has no impact. You know, I think they do it on purpose to try to like clue people in. 
Mississippi, your 50th or 49th in like every single ranking. Maybe don't care about football because we will never <laughs> between your two that's, stupid teams. That's hilarious. That's yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe I want to see right. both teams get the death penalty and Southern Miss become a, a powerhouse. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I don't think that would happen because at that point, Southern Miss would just, like, happily shut down just so they could talk about State and Ole Miss being terrible. Like, it's, like uh, especially Ole Miss. Southern Miss fans Southern Miss fans hate Ole Miss. And, like, most Ole Miss fans I know don't really even, like, know anything about Southern or know any people that went to Southern, you know? But they, if you run into some Southern Miss fans, they will – you can you can feel the uh, the hatred bubbling under the surface for Ole Miss, John. I think you t- you said you had a name for the game, right? The Institution of Higher Learning Bowl. Since they go, oh, I love it! I love it. It's such a stupid system. That, that, that it's, <laughs> that's oh. good. That's good. Higher learning. So. It's solid. You know, in a, I just realized in the alternate universe, I thought of another connection between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. An alternate universe, uh, freaking um, Hugh Freeze and Scott Strickland are both at Florida at the same time. Ooh, you mean you mean at, okay? How does that? Yeah, how do you see? Oh, oh, oh! Because they hired him back in uh, 2013 or was that 2014? 2014. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that would be hilarious. And they and they work together. And they bring in Scott Strickland to fire Hugh Freeze because. That five and seven crap would probably get him fired at Florida. I mean, I I don't think he would have gone. I think he would have done pretty well at Florida, don't you think? I don't think so. I don't think that the culture there was going to, like, I think it would have been too big time for him. I don't know. The culture um, everywhere just likes to win. I think it would have been easier for him to recruit. And I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that he's – like his, like, preachy stuff to a bunch of, like, People like wearing jorts, listening to Jimmy Buffett, and you know. Are you, so, are you kidding me? Those are the, those are the people that want it the most. No, dude, they're wild cards in Florida. Wild uh, cards. Tebow. They were strong gods. He would have done well. Exactly. That's the school wild of Tebow. Gods. Freeze is the Tebow of coaches. Oh, that's a good point. That's Look, so true. I never, I've never thought about this before. And we've true, talked though. about this thing, this stuff a lot. Is. Imagine Freeze leaves after the 2014 season to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. Does the NCAA keep investigating no. this at that point? Because no. Freeze is fun. Nope. And it's, does it's... the NCAA go after Freeze at Florida? I don't Ooh, think I... they go around with Florida. I'm not. I don't know about that. I think Ole Miss gets off much, much lighter than it's going to. I agree. I think it's probably just the David Saunders and Houston Nut stuff that probably makes it to the COI in that situation. Because, yeah, because at that up. point, they had nothing on Freeze. Like, everything in the new NOA is from the 2015 class. Yep. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> there's so many uh, what-if situations. So, basically, at the end of the day, the scenario John just laid out is Ole Miss fans dug deep and, and paid an extra $3 million a year uh, for a few years to a guy just to get the program put on like 10 year probation and uh, lose all their players and scholarships. So that's some perspective for Ole Miss fans. It feels good, doesn't it? That feels pretty good. Uh, let's, let's move on. I know there's other stuff you want to talk about table before we get to the end of the show. So what's, yeah. what's the next thing you got on your list? Real quick. Uh, yeah. I want to give a shout out to UNC. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow they overcame NCAA investigation to win a national championship. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they probably just made up a fake, 
like uh, report and said like this is the COI's final report. They exonerated us of all charges, and the people in North Carolina you know, were like, really "Oh, a tremendous effort!" After you know they suspended their best player for seven games, and they had to over. Oh wait, they didn't do that. Right. They didn't do that. It's true. All they, they all they did was what, like insane institutional the, fraud. What? What's the real difference between one of the like fake non-existent UNC classes and like a general studies? No, pro, pro, probably none. Hey, hey, table. Can we? Your brother's gonna be there this fall. It'll. Uh, which one? Your when's, when's about to graduate? There's in high school. Journalism, brother. He's graduating. He's graduating? Damn it. Yeah. Congrats. I just want, when the COI comes out, I just want one question asked. And yeah, I'm beating a dead horse, but whatever. Is Freeze, Bjork, Vitter there? I couldn't go a podcast without saying it. <laughs> what? Is, actually, Vitter wasn't around for this, so I can't actually take him out. What the hell were you doing not playing Tunsil? Mm-hmm. Do you believe not playing Tunsil cost you a national title? And what the hell were you doing? Because you just got your heads chopped off like that. Do we really mean. think they win the Florida game just with Tunsil? I think that team got really distracted. See, because to me, they the... beat Memphis. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's 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 fair. That's fine. I I think the bigger. I mean, I don't think it was so much not having Tunsil that screwed him over against Memphis. It was the fact that they they knew he was coming back. I think that just totally let them not not totally worry about it. In Florida, I because I, I always I got the feeling watching that Florida game that it was our defense that was just obviously Chad couldn't do anything. I but think like they, that team that was the fifth game. I think the team saw saw four games go by and Tunsil didn't come back, and they all just looked at each other like, "You got to be kidding." Me. I want to. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's let's not before table. We'll go to you, but let's let's not let that pass. That that team was very very cocky. Let's let's remind ourselves after they beat Bama, the Vanderbilt game happened. They almost lost that game. I don't think they thought they could lose in Gainesville. I think that was part of the problem. Yeah, I, they I've were they were cocky as hell. All right, what are you gonna say, Table? All right, my theory is, I think that the rest of college football is caught up with the SEC. Mm-hmm. It shows like in bowl at, season. I mean, bowl season seems to seems to prove that. Exactly. You look at the Pac-12, and they said, "Well, we can't have elite athletes, so let's just focus on quarterbacks." Mm-hmm. So they got all good quarterbacks. You look at. I don't want to break them all down. You know, ACC is doing their thing, but um, <laughs> SEC yeah. has a lot of bad quarterbacks. Yeah. A lot of really dumb quarterbacks. I think that's because there's too much emphasis on the SEC in recruiting like linemen and like linebackers and guys like that. Well, yeah, the, the, dumb, so that's, the that's, dumb physical positions. It's just down in quality and kind of sucks. I don't think Ole Miss was ever really that good. Mm-hmm. They just had really good quarterback play. Like shitty SEC teams. Yeah, because I think they were just as mediocre as every other mediocre SEC team. Good, good check, receivers and the best quarterback in the league. That's pretty much what they had in their successful yeah. seasons. But So here's the thing is why did we assume they were good, not mediocre? Because they could beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same as Memphis beating Ole Miss. Like we, they, Alabama. Nah, but you're acting, you're acting like Ole Miss didn't beat LSU and State Ole and Ole Auburn played, that year. Yeah, but Ole Miss made Alabama like their national championship, right? Yeah, just like Memphis makes beating us mm-hmm. their national championship. Mm-hmm. The same thing. 
Yeah, that's fair. As far as like LSU and Auburn and those, I think that LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss, State, they're all just about equally mediocre with different strengths and weaknesses. The only difference is Chad Kelly was a superior quarterback to their quarterbacks. Wait, to Dak? The best quarterback in the world? I don't think that's – I think you're well, remembering – I think you're remembering that. I want to Dak. Um, yeah. I, no, I, I'm, I, I'm I, joking. Obviously, they were better Dak college quarterbacks than Dak. Mississippi State because seeing him play – well, he looks a lot Cowboys. better with the real I offensive line. Yeah, some big program that won a national championship <laughs> recently. I don't know how you could not win a national championship with that uh, with that talent at QB. Exactly. All right. Well, is <laughs> our tech fucking killed it? <laughs> Why? Well, right, what else? What else you got, table? Okay. I want to shout out to my favorite Twitter beef I've seen in a long, long oh, yeah, time. This was great. Thank you for putting oh. this out. So. Bo Wallace got mad and started tweeting at the Smart Football Twitter account mm-hmm. because there was like the LSU equivalent of Red Cup Rebellion at yeah, SJ, SB Nation Canada. or whatever at a, uh, a contest who was the best, worst quarterback in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And so it was like of all the bad quarterbacks. Who was who your had, favorite? Blaring like, yeah. football. Yeah. Who is the best? And it came down to Jared Lorenzen, who I actually think was a good quarterback. I'll he talk was. about that. It was a good college versus, quarterback. Yeah, versus Bo Wallace. Also a good college quarterback. But if and you're Bo if, Wallace got offended that someone else would say he wasn't Jared, the best worst. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't the best worst. Not that he was in the contest. No, it's silly. It's silly. <laughs> but, but someone like Jared Lorenzen better. But also like put like, yourself someone like Ex-NFL quarterback, Jared Lorenzen, over couldn't make an NFL roster quarterback, Bo Wallace. Also, like, even if, okay, so I, first of all, I think Bo is being stupid by thinking this is has anything to do with, like, anything except for who did you laugh at the most. That's, yeah. that's what the contest <laughs> is. And so you have Bo Wallace that had a silly haircut and threw a ton of picks. Like, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. But look at Jared Lorenzen. Like, he's like a 300-pound dude with, like, an eating addiction that would just go out there and, like, chug around and, and throw, like, bullets down the field and, like, run for 10 yards. It would take him five seconds. That's way funnier. Like, I don't know how Bo can't see that that's clearly – if you're not a fan of Kentucky or Ole Miss, you would obviously vote for Lorenzen. I'd vote for Lorenzen. He's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and that Bo Wallace, his tweet was so funny because it was like – this ain't a picture painting contest. This is about yards and touchdowns. It's like, no, it's not. It's not about yards and touchdowns. It's literally called who's the best worst yeah. quarterback, you idiot. Like, this, this ain't a picture painting contest. But at the contest. same time, didn't Lorenzen have, like, great stats? Like, he's acting like okay. Lorenzen wasn't a great yeah. statistical no. quarterback. So here's the thing. Lorenzen had fantastic career stats. And he was young. He was, a, he was older. It was back in the day. Bad record because he played at Kentucky and had no talent around him. Mm-hmm. Lorenzen had a good enough arm that he stuck around as a second string quarterback in the NFL for a couple seasons. Yeah. You know? God, this is, this is so awesome. Cause I'm going to get to use this, uh, this picture of Lorenzen wearing the river monsters Jersey for this episode. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the best part is so uh, then he goes and he plays arena football and he just dominates people, even though he's bulked up to 400 pounds and he's like 40 years old, he just dominates these people. And at one point, he became a coach manager, mm-hmm. and their quarterback went down. 
and they had spent their cap, and they couldn't afford another quarterback. So he came back on the field as their quarterback. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, Lorenzen's, Lorenzen's the man. Bo is an idiot for questioning this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, I think if you put Lorenzen on those Bo Wallace teams, he would have killed it. And if you put Wallace on those Kentucky teams. It would have been bad, yeah. No, you're right. So bad. I think you're right. I mean, if you think back to Bo Wallace's tenure, yes, he was a great uh, Ole Miss quarterback, like historically in the record books, all of that. Yes, getting Bo Wallace in 2012 led to the 2013 class because they were able to get to a bowl that year, all that stuff. Totally agree. But, like, he wasn't making, like, Chad Kelly, wow, look at that throw, you know? Like, he would dump it off to Laquan, who would make a play after the catch. Or, I mean, okay, the best pass in the history of Bo Wallace's career was that duck that he threw to Vince Sanders, who was just wide-ass open in the end zone versus Alabama. I mean, like... It, it wasn't even, yeah. like, an impressive pass. It was just an open receiver that he didn't miss. Like, that was why it was such a win. It's it's just silly to act like he was he was really better than just managing that offense. Yeah. I agree. And think about it. Like, Jared Lorenzen paved the way for people, you know? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Liggins got to play in the Waffle Cat package. He got to... You got to play some quarterback only because of the legacy of Jared Lorenzen making it so that people were like, you know what, fat guys can play quarterback too. That I might that that package should have been called like the do a bunch of random shit and then run up the middle Liggins because like I loved how like there'd be all this stuff going on. You're like he's just gonna take the snap and go up the middle. Like, every time. And, like, there would be people in motion, and there would be guys swung out, and he fakes the handoff, and, oh, guess what? It's it's Liggins going up the middle for two yards. Who could have seen that coming? It was such a great package. Yeah, Liggins, Liggins at quarterback picked up more first downs and did more for, uh, for Ole Miss than Ryan Buchanan did in, oh, in real abs- game. SEC. Absolutely. Liggins scored, like, an actual meaningful touchdown in the Egg Bowl one time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> but Demarcus Russell would have been stuck playing guard – or tackle mm-hmm. if not for you know the 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 you know um trailblazer jared lorenzen i like Think it. about that i like it i like it that's that's it I'm, I'm glad uh i'm glad we could we got a chance to talk about jared lorenzen on the show i'm not sure if we ever have before uh so i want to i want to i want to do something for you for your listeners i'm sure they would appreciate it that. sounds like I feel like most people are still thinking about actually watching Ole Miss football this year. Mm-hmm. Because we're sick. We're, I've got we're sick people. Yeah, and I haven't been on the message boards, and I haven't been. Watch, I didn't watch the Grove Bowl. You didn't miss a lot. And I'm not going to probably not watch Ole Miss football this year because I've got better things. I'm going to throw them out there, and then you and John are going to decide, yeah, that's better, or no, that's dumb. Okay, I like okay. it. Watch Ole Miss football, all right? All right. So a list of things. All right, start us. going. All right, so I think y'all should start watching Rugby Sevens because the uh, the American team, especially uh-huh. good this year, they won a bronze medal upsetting New Zealand, who's, you know, wow. that's their rugby in the last match. And then the uh, Hong Kong Sevens just happened. That's going to be televised on uh, uh, the NBC Sports channel. I, I with, like Sevens. It's basically the- like watching a triple option team, right? Yeah, that's exactly. It's like watching. It's like watching uh, Georgia Tech crack because yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sevens, they've sped up the game so that penalties are dressed mid-play. It's crazy. So it's uh. super fast. 
There's a ton of scoring. America has some good players. They have one guy that used to play football. He was like on our own practice squad. Uh-huh. It, uh, named Perry Baker, who's not that great a rugby player, but he's got four three speed and he gets on the outside. And he's incredible. He scores. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds fun. I for, that's an official yes from me. John, where do you stand think, on John? where do you stand on rugby overall, Miss Football? Absolutely agree. Yeah, it's and, a, it's a and yes. uh, some of the teams like Fiji, Fiji's entire team are better athletes than most of the old Miss football players. It'd be nice they've to got, see a nice to see a running game for a change. They have guys that are six four, two hundred and thirty pounds that are playing the little outside pitch wing position. That like the most team most teams have like a 180 pound guy. Would love to see Bo Wallace play that position. <laughs> Just get his clock clean. All right. All right. All what's right, next so on the list? Sevens rugby, and that's better than fifteens rugby. Remember sevens. Okay, that's All two. Right. You got two yeses on that one. All right. Next, two separate sports: hurling and curling. Mm. All right. I know curling. I, I don't know what the rules of hurling are. Whoa, okay. you YouTube it right now. Yeah. Hurling. Hurling is the most badass sport there is. It's like if lacrosse wasn't for douchey frat bros, okay? So what it is is you've got two soccer goals, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got old go goal post post coming out of the soccer goals, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you have a bunch of people running around with sticks. Mm-hmm. And what it is is they are like hitting the balls to each other. And then they're trying to like hit the ball into the goal past the goalie for three points or through the post for one point. And sometimes they'll have like one dude that's jacked that can hit the entire length of the field, hit the ball through the field goal post for one point. Mm-hmm. And um, if somebody has the ball, like they're dribbling it on their stick, mm-hmm. you can run up, hit them, you can tackle them, you can hit them with your stick as long as you're going for the ball and make contact with the, the ball. Mm-hmm. Your sticks. So it's it's brutal. It's fast. It looks, I, I'm watching it a little. It, it looks cool. It's, it looks extremely confusing. It looks like one of those sports where you can't see the ball most of the time. Yeah, you just look for who's getting their shit rocked. Yeah, like, that's, you must that's fair. Ball. That's fair. Which is it's it's like watching hockey live, and you're just watching the fights and the hits. But mm-hmm. that's all of it mm-hmm. everywhere. That it's a, it's a great sport. Well, I'm Pretty interested. Exclusively I, Irish. It's a, it's it's beautiful. I like the sticks. I like the, so. Do they hit each other with the sticks? Yeah, as long as you make contact with the ball, you don't get in trouble for hitting somebody with the stick. Jeez. Yeah. Huh. Well, awesome. I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm I'm not a sol- I'm not a hard yes, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. So you, you got a maybe I for th- me, John. I, th- I think I left my my hurling jersey at your house. Yeah, it's still here. I think I left my Kilkenny jersey. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait! Are the Cubs wearing gold letter jerseys? Yeah, like, it's not great. It's not ideal. They are yeah. though. Hell State. Exactly. Well, you already said the state wasn't pathetic, John. You said they were cool guys. No, so yeah, no so curl, curling's also good. Yeah, I know what curling is. Curling's cool. I like watch it during the Winter Olympics. Uh, so, do you watch curling like on a regular, non every four year basis? Yeah. Okay. So I record it on a uh, on the NBC Sports Channel. We just had the championships. Hey, uh, you found the uh, the Great Britain women's national team. It was entertaining to watch. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched the American women beat uh, Japanese women. 
Uh, Russian American men beat Chinese men. Uh, and then I've got, I think, U.S. men's versus Canada men's recorded still. I haven't watched yet. Dang. Well, that's I, I but, know after this, you'll probably be. That sounds like I something think, you want to. I'm asking her to, to, to go learn curling, right? I mean, okay, okay, I'll tell you what appeals to me about curling is I don't know how to ice skate. So, well, like, just that, walking on ice with shoes, I like that. Yeah. Like, it's just one of the few sports. You can be drinking a beer while you're playing it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, that's true. I, I feel like there's not a ton of recreational hurl, or curling, excuse me, in the States. So, you know how, um, you know how in darts, the, the winner or the losers by, you know, around mm-hmm. after the match. Mm-hmm. And curling, the winner has to buy the rounds. Mm. So That's only could, fair because you get all the money you won from curling, which is a huge yeah. money pay, payday sport. <laughs> so so what I think is you should, you know, start doing curling, and if you suck, you know, or throw some games, that's a lot of free beer, and all you had to do was buy those weird little shoes that let you, you know, slap on the ice. Or how about this? How about this? You get really good at darts and really bad at curling, and then you just you just go yeah. back and forth on that, and it's basically like the it's like free money, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you'd look like freshman Malone, just just staggering drunk. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news is, if you fall down on ice, ice is very forgiving, so that's not you won't you won't regret that at all. Well, you gotta learn to like fall and slide, you know, sure. grease up your jacket. Sure. Yeah. Oh wow! Is that the part of the video now where there is like showing people defending shots? That's pretty cool. Hit it like you know, knocking down yeah. the ball with their stick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so I'll. Right. I'm a maybe on hurling. I'm probably a no on curling, but that's that's just me. Okay. One more sport. Okay. So everybody talks about UFC, but boxing is back. All right. Mm-hmm. Right now. I watched the right, Mayweather so- fight. What was that, two years ago? Yeah, that one was actually really boring. It was pretty boring. But the hype around it was fun. It was fun like everybody was watching. This is why it's fun. All right. In the heavyweight division, you finally got – it's interesting. And there's finally a couple different people that are contending. The guy, Vladimir Klitschko, that had the belt for like 10 years, mm-hmm. finally lost. And so now all the belts have been split up. Everybody's fighting everybody. It's getting crazy. So, you know, you want to watch giant people punch each other. Sure. That's yeah. No. And, 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 you know, I would rather watch two guys that sign up to punch each other. Mm-hmm. Than, like, people at the you bar. See a guy that signs up to play football, injures knee, and loses football career. That's a good point. That's true. Yeah. All right. And then the lower divisions is getting really interesting, lower weight divisions, because boxing, you know, started to lose popularity in America. But it's coming back with the with the smaller guys because they realize that you're you know if you're you know you weigh 140 pounds there's not many other sports that you can really be great at so if you're also super athletic, probably you're like I would box. guess a bunch of the psychopath guys that just like like hurting people would probably do like UFC now so it's probably like back to being more of like a gentleman's sport yeah it's it's more technical there's right. more technique and you like and wear yeah. gloves for instance yeah and so. <laughs> So, um, Mexico never quit liking boxing either South America. Mm-hmm. Um, Russia and Ukraine, all the Eastern European countries are all about boxing now. So all their good boxers are there. All right. 
Japan now has three or four guys holding holding title belts, and now they're super into boxing, and they have a big population, and they're putting a lot of people into boxing. They've got one guy that's got multiple belts, and he's like 19 years old or something like that. He's getting crazy. Some great Japanese boxers. That's China good. has their first ever ever really good boxer in lower weight divisions. So if China gets into it, think how many like in a couple of years how many how many great athletes will be coming from China because they you know they won't they don't have any other sports they're doing you know right. it's like really short people playing basketball or they could all be boxing boxing at their actual weight level which makes more sense yeah exactly so. That's yeah. a huge population. That'd be a lot of intel and flux. I like um, it. I, I hope China is going to get really into all of our sports and get better than us at all of them. We're going to have to invent like prissier sports that they aren't good at yet or something. That's that's my hope for the future. That that would be beautiful. It'd be funny to see yeah, like a uh, uh, genetically engineered. They made the tallest man in China marry a yeah, six I'm, foot something. Yeah, it's true. That's uh, true. It's pretty female crazy. Soldier, and then put him like in a basketball camp his whole life. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I, th- and I think we're still not good at basketball. So anyway, boxing's coming back. All right. Okay, it's a it's so, a yes from I, me. If I can get behind a storyline, boxing can be fun to watch. Watch Joshua Klitschko. I think that's actually going to be a fun heavyweight title match. That sounds fun. All right. Okay, that's a yes from me. All right. So um, Netflix did something kind of fucked up. They got rid of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. So Netflix got kind of down for me. Bob's Burgers leaving but, soon too, sadly. What is Bob's Burgers? Oh, really? Yeah, it sucks. I right, continue. Yeah, so no so, Buffy. That's a bummer. Still better than Ole Miss football, if we're being honest. Right. No, yeah. I yeah, that's a solid yes for me. Netflix is definitely more entertaining than Ole Miss football. Yeah, and you know what? Even though they're kind of losing stuff right now, you know what's not? HBO. HBO is adding original programming mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And HBO, yeah, HBO is fantastic. If you don't watch HBO, come on. Big Little Lies show was a huge hit. Had a huge cast. I'm saving it. I've heard Crashing's good. Uh, what is Crashing with yeah. like uh, Pete Holmes and Lauren Lapkus and uh, that the other comic guy um i'm a huge netflix guy game of thrones obviously coming back this summer is gonna be big i I like the show girls uh which is winding down its final season right now um that's a definite yes for me on hbo go versus watching Ole Miss football oh yeah and and so it used to be hbo was the only good one and it was like very rare for stars or showtime to have anything worth watching mm-hmm. yeah they have a couple shows here and there like i liked uh party down did you ever see party down yeah party down was fun man i mean that's party down was kind of like adam scott's freaks and geeks like that was like his his like you know toil that no one noticed and then he gets famous and you go back and watch it and like oh my god adam scott's in this like it's that it's a good show yeah that's a that's a great comparison yeah it's a well, great comparison. thank you thank um you. But anyway, Stars is on the upswing. They've got American Gods that's coming out. Mm-hmm. That's you know going to be a big deal. The and, Stars uh, have that uh, that show with uh, is it Fifty Cent? Uh, I don't know. Continue talking. I'll figure it out. I, I, my roommate used to watch it. It was okay. It was fine. Uh, Ash vs Evil Dead is really good. If you've ever gone back and watched the old Sam Raimi uh, Evil Dead movies, those are a lot of fun. Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. Army of I mean, Darkness. Bruce... Army of Darkness. Yes, I've seen that. 
Bruce Campbell has a chainsaw hand and a double barrel shotgun. Yeah, I've seen that one. Blue light special. He's, he's laying more waste than the CAA. It's fantastic. That's a good one. That's a good one. Why does yeah. why does uh, Don Ricketts look like Ted Cruz, the owner of the Cubs? <laughs> it's just weird. That's... Are you seeing this, John? Are you watching this game? It's Ted Cruz carrying the trophy. It's so weird. Yeah, it is. So scary. weird. All right. Um, oh, okay. The show I was thinking of is called pa- is called Power. Fifty Cent's an executive producer. It's okay. Uh, it's fun. That's neat. That's just like uh, R rate. That's it's a, like a TVMA version of Empire, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not gonna full on endorse it, but I'm just that's just to say that yes, yeah, Stars is definitely changing. Is, is it Stars or Showtime that's bringing back Twin Peaks? Ooh, I don't know. That's that would be a big one, huh? That's Twin Peaks is coming back. That's a big deal too. That is that is a big deal. All right, that so really anyway, sounds like something Netflix would do. It's, I'm shocked that it's an act. It's Stars or Showtime. So yeah, on I'm Showtime, that, Twin I'm Peaks not, revival on Showtime. I'm not going to pitch Acorn or CISO or the Sundance app or Hulu or any of those. I pitch the ones I believe in right now. That's fair. So yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I don't pitch. Yeah, and, and like I'm, I'm a huge Amazon guy. Don't watch a lot of Amazon video. Amazon Prime? Right. I mean like, yeah, but like they have originals. They have originals and all. I don't really watch this. Amazon Prime gets some good uh, foreign television. Okay. Um, so that's what, that's what I watch it for. But uh, – I think if you have Prime but not an HBO subscription, you can still watch some of the old HBO shows on Prime. Yeah, you can watch Boardwalk Empire, like Deadwood, The Wire, would... Deadwood, and I suggest I suggest Deadwood or The Wire, both great shows. Wire, you know, watch yeah. The Wire. The Wire is see television, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, you know what? You know what Netflix has to make up for losing Buffy. Go on. Better Call Saul season one and two, and number Solid. three is coming out. Solid two AMC, another another player in the golden age of television. Yeah, all right. So yeah, TV oh. definitely agree. TV is better right now than almost yeah. football. All right, so if people listen to your podcast. That means they they probably like podcast. Absolutely. Right. I, I hope. I hope so. I'm a huge podcast guy, so I hope the listeners. Yeah, I know you're well. a podcast guy. Yeah. I could pitch a bunch of podcasts. I'm just going to mention one because okay. it's. Taking a weird turn. Uh, Anna Ferris has a podcast mm-hmm. where she invites celebrities and Un- does weird shit. Unqualified, right? Yeah. But at mm-hmm. the end, she gives relationship advice. Okay. And in the early episodes, like, she was kind of, like, scared to. So she wouldn't, you know, get too confident and, like, you know, bore into it. So she'd give pretty good relationship advice. Uh-huh. But now that she's kind of, like, gotten kind of confident, she gives terrible, terrible advice. I'm so not surprised. I, I think of Anna Ferris as someone that has a ton of famous friends, but she she seems like lame to me. She doesn't seem funny to me at all. Do you think she's funny? Think, uh she's not uh Keanu. She's she's all right in Keanu. Okay. I actually I've never seen the scary movie movies because they were like a parody of a parody because Scream was already They're okay. Scary movie three, I think, is the best one. So it's like the signs, the signs slash uh, eight mile parody. It's pretty funny. It's like the Eminem character goes to the farm where Mel Gibson's character. It's it's funny. All right, well maybe y'all. Yeah, maybe hey, hey, Scary Movie Three, I think might be on HBO. Uh, so uh, check uh, it out if you have a, it's I think it's the best of the scary movies. Oh. They have their moments. Um. Well, hey, if you don't want to pay for a streaming service, mm-hmm. you know, uh, YouTube right now. There's a, a HBO cartoon not on hbo go anymore called the life and times of tim 
by I've Steve Dilbrain. He just did a, he, he made a show for the Amazon pilot season, which is going on right now. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, that show is free on YouTube right now. You can watch all of it on YouTube. Legit. But, Actually, here's another pro tip. If you're looking for any show, try it on YouTube. You'd be surprised how often you'll find stuff just on YouTube. Has not been taken down by copyright yet? It's, it's weird. That's, yeah, that's a great point. It's, um, it's, it's strange. But yeah, but with NFR's podcast, I, th- I just think it's fun to listen to random people that have these weird problems and they're calling into a random celebrity to get really bad life advice that they're going to go live out. No, that is hilarious. That's interesting. <laughs> and sometimes they check back with them. And also like, the fact that these people, like, they, they're... They're they're Anna Ferris fans. Like it just it's very specific. Like these are people that want to ask Anna Ferris, who's like a B to C list celebrity, like <laughs> specific questions about their personal life. It's just it's odd, oddly specific. I guess is what I'd say. I guess I think it's because she married Chris Pratt. So right, they're like, right, that elevated her. Yeah, advice. She must be like she must be like one of the down to earth like funny celebrities because she married down to earth funny Chris Pratt guy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, That's solid. Right. Podcasts are definitely better than Ole Miss football. 100% with you on that one. Yeah. All right. Self-published SEC fan fiction on Amazon. Is this a thing? This exists? Yeah. All right. So I'm about to publish. I wrote a, I wrote a SEC fan fiction one time. Oh, this is good. It this is also – this is doubling as your plug, so this is good. Yeah. It's called Cleat Chasers, right? Uh-uh. It was about Kevin Cleat. And that was to avoid copyright laws because basically what it was was if you freeze had uh, gone to Florida and I updated it. So if he gets kicked out by the NCAA and we bring in uh, the Texas Tech head coach. Yeah, uh, uh, Kingsbury. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Think how much trouble that dude would get in in Oxford, Mississippi. Golly. Think about it. Golly, okay, the the only thing that I respect about Kingsbury is at least he doesn't have, like, a sham marriage or something. Like, he's just, like, a bachelor. Like, he (laughs) he just, like, everyone just knows, you know? He didn't need to go south. I think think he'd get into a lot of trouble here in Oxford. I think, like, like the Alabama game would be, like, this big revenge game because he'd probably hook up with one of Nick Saban's daughters. (laughs) Yeah, pretty pretty much, yeah. Uh, We have some good storylines. Anyway... It would be you... funny. It would be hilarious to see like the douchebag Fidel, like whose girlfriend gets stolen by the old Miss coach, who has like always loved Ole Miss until now, and then he's like, "Hey, hey, man, that's not cool. What the heck, like, <laughs> bro? No, dude, no, no." That would be good. Endless possibilities. That I mean, I mean, Andy Kennedy alone leaves you with like, just just imagine his daily life. Write that out. There's your fan fiction. You yeah, know? I mean, if you if you've lived in Oxford, you don't really have to imagine it. You can just like walk down Library Alley at 3 p.m. and look in the Funky's window and see him like, hey, hey, come over here, come over here, hey, give me a cigarette. Think, give me a cigarette. I think any scenario you can imagine concerning Ole Miss sports is going to be better than whatever really happens. Hmm. So write write your own, and you can self publish you know, anything it, on Amazon anything. The irony of that is, like, that's pretty much the idea behind, like, this whole podcast is, like, let's imagine, let's imagine the best possible outcome 
and then hope that happens. And that that's what it used to be, at least. That's basically what it was when it started. Uh, our first episode was talking about how Ole Miss's defense was going to show TCU what's up in the Peach Bowl. So, uh, I mean, that's we've we've pretty much just gone down from there and the the rabbit hole of uh, imagining things that are better than reality for Ole Miss. Um, so another one, rounded out the list. Um, buy a dog. Get a dog. Get a dog from the pound. Yeah, don't know. buy a dog. Adopt a dog. Adopt a dog. Better than All even right. the pound. Just go take a dog off the street. It, whether it belongs to someone or not, it belongs to you now. Yeah, that's how we answer it. Friend of the show, Austin Miller. He's he's got a lab now. Oh, yeah, and he's been paying attention to that lab instead of Ole Miss sports. Good for him. Way happier, I've noticed. So, yeah, he's got a beautiful lab. Go out and get you a beautiful dog. Or if your parents are super rich and you're like a shitty little undergrad, mm-hmm. make your parents buy you one of those domestic foxes that you can get now. Oh, that does sound awesome. You know you know why a lab is better than Ole Miss football? Why? Because when a lab shits on your carpet, he doesn't try to tell you that it was actually the women's basketball team that did it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. <laughs> that's true. All right. What else you got on the list, Abel? I feel like we're, we're losing steam here. Yeah, all right. You can go camping. All right, you can go yeah. hike the Appalachian Trail. Ooh, I think I like I'm going to go hike the Appalachian Trail. You can pretty much I'm do that for the entirety of football season, right? You can just disappear. Yeah. That's exactly it. If you go hike the whole trail, it'll uh-huh. take all the football season. That's you can be solid. off the grid. That's solid. Yeah. All right. Uh, or you can just go camping if that's too extreme. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting drunk at minor league hockey games <laughs> Awesome! Isn't that just life. called like going to a minor league hockey game? For like two bucks, you can sit, you know, like right behind the opposing team's little box, mm-hmm. and you know, drunk hockey fans—they don't even care. They might even know who's playing. They don't even know what's going on. But if you start, you know, some like right field who sucks donkey dick, they're all gonna let those guys in, in, in the box know who's who's sucking the donkey dick. Like they're they're all about those chants. But like those I would, are, I would yeah, be a right little field. reticent to like. Uh, you know, needle minor league hockey players because, like, are we sure that those guys aren't like murderers? Like, they like what's to say that someone playing minor league hockey hasn't killed someone before? Right? They just they seem like hard men. I mean, do you think the actual pros are are, are harder? Would you rather get your emotions hurt watching Ole Miss football or get or your teeth like knocked out by, by a hockey player? Thing, you know. I mean, it's, it's a solid, it's a solid question. I think it'd be fun to get in a brawl with some hockey players. You got, you have the high ground, you know. <laughs> if they're trying to come up at you, like they're wearing those like freaking ice skates. Oh, that's you know? true. They, How are they going to walk on that off the ice? Just like, push them down. You have the high ground, you know. They what if they, you down the ice, what if they grab sh- you and pull you down on the ice though? Then you're yeah, really at a disadvantage. But as long as, as long as you know, you kick them when they're coming up at you. You got the high ground. You're good. All right. Also. If you're the guy starting to chance, like, the box has your back, right? True. Yeah, so. All right, that's good. Yeah, all right. Um, Wait, what are you saying, John? One thing I've always said, if you can't – oh, go ahead, John. Hey, well, if, uh, if I wanted to get a picture of all these things, you know, a painting, folk art painting, of all these things that are better than watching all the sports, mm-hmm. you know, how could I do that? It's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> David uh, doesn't know any folk artists. I am, yeah, I, I am, I am on. I, I put that on the shelf for now. I sold my hundredth painting. Hey, congratulations, man! That's awesome. So I was like, you know what? That's like that's a century mark. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit there, and I quit just in time because guess what? You got nobody's seen. gonna buy a painting when Ole Miss football sucks ass. All right. Yeah. It's not even funny anymore. Why now, wouldn't? You, why can't you just yeah. tell? Us? So, actually, I made a short film I'm putting into next year's Oxford Film Festival. Nice. Uh, I've launched uh, a music career, including uh, I have a Weezer cover band, the Weezers of Weezerly Place, formerly known as Stinkerton, formerly known as Death to Alt Metal. Okay. And so, you're looking for us at, like, Proud Berries. Is this, a, is this a purely Weezer cover band, or is the band in the style of Weezer? It is purely a Weezer cover band. Okay, got it. We, we just play the greatest man that ever lived, but we play a 14-minute version. Wait, will you, will you okay. play yeah. the sweater song? The sweater song? Yeah. We will definitely cover the sweater song this right, that, year. That's my favorite. Okay, well, then I'll be there. 14-minute version. All right, well, then, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm a big fan. I mean, that's one of the best Would music videos ever. Know? At some point, we have about like it's more like a music collective. We've got like twenty odd members that like rotate in and out. Okay. So, if you ever, if you want to play vocals sometime, probably not. But I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. All right, so, cool. Okay, so look out for the, the short out. film. Go on. Oh uh, yeah, you'll see it when it hits the film festival. Well, but... I'll probably follow you on Twitter, right? That the listeners should follow you if they don't already. I guess. I think I don't think I've tweeted in like a year. Oh well, never, never mind. All right, so don't follow the table on Twitter. There's, there's, how are they supposed to hear about the film? I guess we'll tell them about it on the show. Doctor Film Festival. I'll, I'll, I'll get back on Twitter. It'll be a thing. I might be in Tokyo by then. It doesn't matter. I'm, right. I'm about keep. I'm not really about plugging. I'm about keeping it real right now. Uh, fair I, enough. Like, I, we're breaking a lot of news. I feel like on the show right now. Need somebody to just keep it real and not be plugging bullshit right now okay this is I mean, my I, table we ask you to plug your own work so if that's bullshit to you <laughs> i mean i agree I, i'm with you yeah don't plug i mean it. don't plug it uh don't, don't buy fake all right did we did we did we finish off the list yeah anyways we so got we got through the list there's new weezer coming out there's new kendrick about to come out have you seen the music video for humble it was very innovative he dressed no. up like the young pope Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I think I might have seen that on Twitter. The first new gorillas in years. Oh yeah, yeah, out. that's that's hype. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so I'd say uh, become a music fan. That's that's something more yeah. worthwhile than being an Ole Miss football fan. Because there's new stuff coming out there's every stuff every coming. day, man. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, and then I uh, I, I I saw um, little brother was watching something. I'm like, what are you watching? It was a competitive Overwatch competition in South Korea. Oh, dude, 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 Apex is amazing. That's the best league in the world. Apex is, like, it's so incredible. If you like Overwatch, you got to watch OGN Apex. It's over now. It just ended two days ago. Those teams are running more complex defenses. That Ole Miss ever has. No, totally true. Much much more coordinated than Ole Miss's defense has ever been. Yeah, it was it was a thing of beauty. I forgot a team could work like that, could be a cohesive unit. No, I 100% would say you should watch competitive Overwatch, especially Korean Overwatch. They're the best in the world over Ole Miss football, no doubt about that. Yeah, all right. And then my last two, uh, one thing I would say is if you can't be part of the solution, make profit off the problem. 
Okay. So get out there and write fake news. All right. Dude, it's funny you say that because I, I not too long ago I was involved in a venture just like this. It's was it fun. the same one I was with 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 a brother? No, no, no. It's just this no. was a this was a fake news site. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. No, but I, they they, they rained on our fun, but uh, it was uh, it yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, we 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 got some good articles out there. Um, True. Uh, wait, I have a headline. I'm trying to remember what I was. It was bad. Uh, give me just a second. See if I can find it. Uh, economist predicts that Trump's wall will cost taxpayers less than Obamacare. That was a headline. Oh, that would, I mean, that'll that'll get shared. Yeah, fake news. All right, set up your own Breitbart. Just do it. Fake news. Write your own fake news. Um, <laughs> and, and if you don't want to write fake news, invest in, in a similar venture. For example, uh, business pitch. I'm going to pitch to your listeners. All right, this is not bullshit. This is something I will plug. Okay. Uh, somebody that write, makes websites. If uh, if you want to get in business, I got an idea. What's the problem with dating sites right now? Like. Some of them are losing money. Some are making money. Why? Well, you look at FarmersOnly.com and uh, not, some of the commercials recently yeah. have scared away some most of their users, which I think are mostly racist. Yes. So, with, the, with the black girl in it, I have seen those commercials. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, you know, all those racist Mississippians using FarmersOnly.com, they need a new dating website. All right? And the number one thing people get in arguments over on dating websites are their politics. So you nip that in the bud. All right? Alt-right dating service make dating great again, something along the lines of that, but an alt-right dating service. And you know what? It doesn't have to be just for the alt-right. What about the far left? You know, they don't want to deal with, uh, you know, trolls when they're trying to, uh, when they're trying to date. So safespacedate.com, something like that. What is it against? So safespacedate.com? Yeah. Okay. And like make grading date again, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just, just go ahead, and everybody's already got your politics when you sign up. That's to solid. Chat with about dating. No, that's solid. You don't end up in like a Gavin McInnes type situation where your wife hates you. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. Solid. Um, All right. Okay. And then my last, my last one. Mm-hmm. All right. So, lionfish hunting is all the rage right now. They're an invasive species. You take one scuba diving course, go to Florida. And you can kill all the lionfish you want for like, uh, just like once you get like your little license, unlimited. How okay? do you kill them? Like with your hands? What do you uh, do? So this is what's interesting. So you can get spears and you can like gig them, right? Mm-hmm. You can get harpoon guns. Okay. You can get repeating spear guns. Now there is, um, you can legally in some parts of Florida use a Glock with underwater specialized ammo that's insane I saw that's YouTube insane people glocking you can just go john wick all those lionfish if you want to yeah you're right that's pretty crazy i the in so, florida you can hunt with a gun underwater you can hunt a fish that's can, that's crazy. how how big is a lionfish is it big enough to actually dude, shoot dude they get big and 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 they're poisonous they they can like sting you and release opiates into your body well, so sounds fun it definitely sounds more fun than watching football because you're not hunting some you know it's some 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 you know uh it's not like shooting a deer where deer you know isn't gonna fight back you know this is this is like a real man's hunting experience where you know it's you versus nature and you know and you're in the fish's domain no i like it yeah 
And you know, well, actually, they're an invasive species. They've come to like they're conquerors, man. They came and claimed that domain that wasn't theirs, and they're they're. Yeah, but I'm know, still. I'm gonna hot take of the day. I'm gonna say any water is still more a fish's domain than ours. That's true. So you're conquering they, they, the conqueror. They do have the, but I guess at the same time, we yeah. did invent a way to breathe underwater, so we kind of have bested them on I that. Mean, you're fighting them on on their turf, so right, exactly. No, I like that. I like that. I like the whole list. I generally think that all those things are better things to do than watch Ole Miss football, uh, assuming that the team on the field is basically going to be a zombie team uh, comprised of players soon to transfer, coaches soon to leave, and perhaps even coached by ghosts for the first few games, uh, depending on when the COI rules. We'll see. Um, okay, well. You guys got anything that's, else you want to yeah. talk about on the show today? I think we uh, we really ran the gamut, filled up a good chunk yeah, of time. I think that's, I think that's all I got. All right. John, that's, what about you? You've been mighty quiet the last little while here. It might've, John might just be, like, watching baseball or something. <laughs> all right. I'm just watching this Cubs gone. <laughs> What'd you say, John? You're watching this Cubs, the Cubs warm up? Lester warm up here. Yeah, I've been I'm, watching that, too. I don't – yeah. I mean, it looks Cobbles, cold. Cobbleson's listing off pretty much everything in the world that isn't Ole Miss football. And saying <laughs> True. And the thing about that is he has a point. Anything that isn't Ole Miss football at this point is better, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll end the show there. It was a fun one for sure, guys. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Table. Uh, John, as always, yeah. thanks for being here. Um, I want to – Go ahead. I was supposed to say, ask a question for the listeners. Yeah. This is pretty much on topic with all this. Um, okay. Not really. But I just want to know their thoughts on Twitter. Um, if Vin Diesel had to teach Lightning McQueen about brotherhood, what kind of car would he be? Hmm. So, ponder on that for a while. It really, yeah. it really makes you think, what kind of uh, what kind of car would uh, What's-His-Face be, the, the guy that died? Paul Walker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hearse, uh, maybe a hearse. It'd be insensitive to be like whatever car he crashed. Right, like some I'd sort of a. Probably, I think he's probably a black Mustang. With like an orange stripe. Yeah, is that the Ryan Dunn Award? Or, all right. Well, it's it's been an hour and forty minutes, so hopefully no one's listening now to hear us uh, make light of people that died, celebrities that died in car accidents. Uh, you know, that's that's rude. Um, but we'll end the show there you know where to find the show online check out our website lampsarksafterdark.com all that stuff give us a follow on twitter Um, but for now we're going to end there thanks again Table thanks John and thanks to you for listening we'll talk to you next week Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.